When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. It is finally here. It's October. Wow. Where did this year go by in this year of COVID and and protests and all this crazy stuff going on? But nonetheless, we've made it through and, you know, paving the way for 2021 to be a great year. Again, that's how what we believe here at Sustainable Success. It's all about the process. No matter when things are not going well, we always find the blessings and opportunities disguised within what we can control and letting go of the rest. And today's uh, show uh, is going to be brought to you by Leadership Summit America. And again, this is going to be an event that will be live, actually. So this is not a virtual event, but a live event taking place in Albany, New York, at the end of this month, October 29th through the 30th, uh, at a, again, a prestigious hotel there in Albany. But again, they will be uh, providing all social distancing protocol. It will be in a very safe environment. Jeff Hoffman, the co- a co-founder of Priceline at the time, he's not no longer with them, uh, will be there as one of the headline speakers. I myself will be speaking there. And we look forward to anybody that's coming as a great opportunity to meet other leaders, and again, we're only going to have up to 50 people, so it'll be, again, safe, social distancing, masks, you name it, but again, we highly encourage you to check it out if you are a leader or aspiring to be one and want to network with people like Jeff. You can visit www.sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, Burstein, B-U-R-S-T-E-I-N, Com. Just go to the event section where you'll find out more information about the event and feel free to register. And it'll be great to see you here at the end of the month. It'll be here by the time you know it. Again, October 29th, 30th at www.SharonBurstein.com. Again, for those that are new to sustainable success, you found us here on the Voice American Influencers channel. We welcome you. Again, you could also listen to our shows here Uh, Also on iTunes, Spotify, as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. We encourage you to get signed up for each of those areas. So this way we can keep you informed of many great guests that we've had on or will be coming on to share their words of wisdom to scale, help you scale your business and personal life to the next level. Today's show is we're going to be talking about five tips to build and boost your visualization muscles. So you got to ask yourself, what do your goals look like in your business? You know, TD Bank surveyed more than 1,100 individuals and 500 small business owners regarding the power of visualization. And again, you're going to be learning about the power of visualization from a gentleman named Steve Gamlin. And before I introduce Steve, Steve is now in his 16th year as the motivational firewood guy. Steve shares back-to-basics blend of positivity and humor with corporate and conference audiences around the country. Drawing from a decade in the radio industry, seven years of stand-up comedy, and 30-plus years with personal development journey, Steve shares real messages with real people, helping them to see their desired outcomes, understand their why, and then build an action plan to achieve them. 
He recently launched his Engaging Your Why Vision Board Mastery audio learning program at motivationalfirewood.com, and you'll be learning more about that later in the show. So we highly encourage you to stay with us for this hour. And without further ado, we welcome Steve Gamlin to the show. Steve, how are you doing? Doing great, Chris. Thanks so much for having me here. Truly appreciate it. Great. Well, it is such a pleasure to have you. And, you know, you and I have met through some mutual people, through our, you know, our circles. And you're also a member of the Prospreneur group that I, that we have on Facebook. And, you know, you're just such a great guy. And I always love your input and your your uh, optimism, you know, in ways that you look at life. And, you know, when we when we look at, you know, this year, this has been a, you know, not a typical year for most people, like, you know, maybe once in a lifetime that we'll experience something along this magnitude, what we've been through, you know, and when people are, you know, operating businesses or looking to launch businesses, looking to make a change, perhaps in career, you know, they're going to need everything they got in terms of resources to find within themselves to build that foundation and to build their dream. Can you talk about, you know, the power of visualization? I'd like to start there and we can expand outward in terms of how people can use this to, you know, improve the quality of their lives and business. Sure. Uh, yeah, you said once in a lifetime. Gosh, I hope so. I hope it's only once in a lifetime. Um, one of, it's funny because one of the comments I've heard uh, from people, they said, are you looking forward to the season finale of 2020? And I said, oh, my gosh, I think I'm already living part of the blooper reel as we head into the home stretch. <laughs> But, you know, one of the things I've heard from so many people, not just my clients, but I've seen it uh, online and in conversations, is people that have said, wow, you know what this year did? In addition to kind of slamming on the brakes, hitting the pause button, I've talked to a number of people who said, gosh, I didn't realize how much I didn't like what I was doing, whether it was their job or they didn't like the way they were being in their lives. And all of a sudden, when they got taken out of the game a bit or the pause button got hit and they had to step back and they go, I don't know if I want to go back to being that person again. You know, they've, they've yeah. for whatever reason, had more time to spend with their kids, their spouse. They're having more conversations with the people under their roof because for a while, maybe they weren't comfortable going anywhere. And it's a really nice awakening. So what I've asked these people is, all right, and I, I hate to say back to normal because things won't be the same, but whatever it's going to look like after this, what would you like your part to look like? What conversations would you like to have? Who would you like to be spending time with? What type of people do you want to be around? What activities do you want to be doing? What attitude do you want to bring into every day? Because, you know, we get into our patterns and sometimes those patterns become ruts. Sometimes they're not bad enough that we want to change them. But when you have a situation like 2020, you get to really take a look at who you were, where you were, what you were doing, who you were surrounded by, and start to create a vision for something different that you feel for you would be better. And it's a really great place to start. No, it's so true. And like you said, I mean, in this case, what has happened to all of us was beyond our control. And a lot of people that resist change had no other choice but to embrace it because there, there was, you know, they had to adapt, you know, and I can relate to that. You know, I'm, I've always been an advocate of change. I mean, being a change agent, but nonetheless, it's never easy. You know, especially when you have to shift, you know, like in this case, if your business was always in person and you have to shift that completely online, you know, that's a, that's a process. 
But nonetheless, uh, you know, we have to do things. This is how we grow and evolve. So true. So, you know, when you talk about the, the visualization, uh, Steve, what, you know, what would be some of this, you know, the first steps that people can do, especially when they're going through this self-awakening or this reflection that, you know, that many of us went through this year so far you know, what, what, how would they start going about now going forward to visualize that and make that into a reality? Yeah, there's so many people out there that they start to explain quantum mechanics and quantum physics, and people think that I must have done all that research. Uh, no, I was a C-plus student at best back in math in high school. So what I try to do with my speaking, with my programs, is break it down into more actionable, understandable steps. So question number one is, what do you want? What do you want your life to look like, feel like, sound like, smell like even? What do you want things to be like? And, and start to really get specific. Don't just say better or more because those two words will get you nowhere. They're just yep. vapor. And the second question to ask is why do you want it? And your first answer, 99.9% of the time, is never going to be accurate. It might be a start, but I want, you, I want people to connect emotionally to why they want something um, you know, maybe they want to change careers right now or change jobs. Why do you want to do that? Well, because I want to spend more time with my kids and have a flexible schedule. That's a great reason. Not just because this job over here pays more. Uh, question number three, who already has it? Who is out there right now enjoying or has already succeeded at what you wish to do? Because these people, if you watch them, they leave clues as to how they did it. If it's somebody local, maybe you can have coffee with them. If it's somebody famous, you can follow their social media, their blogs, their videos. Maybe they are speakers. Maybe they have Zoom calls right now. Find who's already got it and study them. And then a big question to ask yourself is, who are you? Are you the type of person who's going to have the personality, the communication style, uh, like DISC or Myers-Briggs, um, to actually go out there and do the work to get it? You know, I talked to so many people, I want to be a professional speaker. Great. Have you ever been up in front of people? Oh, no, I'm deathly afraid. Well, okay. <laughs> we got to come at this <laughs> from a different way then. <laughs> you know, you're not just, you're not going to wake up with, with pixie dust all over your pillow making you confident. We got to, you, you have to identify first that maybe I'm not the person who is willing or able or confident enough to, to do this right now. But let's start giving you some small bricks and let's start working on that. And then step five is to, Take action. Consistently with confidence, create momentum. Uh, I saw somebody the other day was looking to create something in his life, and he said, I'm just going to leave it up to the law of attraction. And I kind of stepped in, trying to be gingerly and nice because we don't know each other. He said, well, but what are you going to do as part of this? He goes, I'm going to sit back and wait for it to show up. I said, okay, let me explain to you <laughs> these five steps. And we had a nice little conversation. I hope it landed. But people really need to understand that they are part of the equation. You can believe in the law of attraction. You can believe in the secret and everything that it taught, but you've got to meet it halfway. And these five steps have been very helpful to me and also to my clients to get there. No, it's so true what you said. You know, again, energy is energy. And, you know, it's kind of like when I hear, you know, I'm going to put it into the hands of one's higher power. And that's fine. But yet what they don't understand, and this is something we, we've advocated here on sustainable success for since our inception, is that it's not only the belief outside of you with your higher power, in this case, the law of attraction process. I like to call it the process, whatever you, 
you'd like to term it, but you, you got to believe in yourself. You know, it doesn't mean that you're going to be on, you know, have the highest level of confidence, but wherever you are, that you believe wherever you are at that point moving forward and having that confidence go up and up and up, constantly working on yourself, but in a way that, you know, once that, once you really truly believe in yourself and you raise that level coming together with that process uh, or your faith that when then things start to happen, you know, even when going through difficult times. And I, I loved how you pointed that out, you know, and what, what, would there be any recommendations that you would, you know, suggest here to allow people to draw their own conclusion, how they can go about doing that, Steve, in terms of, you know, you know how they can build their level of confidence or, or their belief in their self to do their part? Yeah, I think a really good place to start is, and of course, 2020 handed this to us on a platter. Go sit somewhere where you can be quiet and maybe alone for a bit and just start to think of what you really want and put pen to paper, put the technology down. Pen, paper, heart, and mind are four very, very important tools for doing this. Figure out where you're at right now, where you want to be, who you want to be, how you want to be, why you want to be that way, and start to actually see it and feel it, even though it's just in your imagination for now. Uh, Jack Canfield calls it um, acting as if, or as if he used to have events, come as, you, come as you'll be. And he would invite people to say, hey, look, here's where you are now. We're going to have a party. I want you to come dressed as and acting like the person you want to be five years from now, 10 years from now. People need to start actually rehearsing it in their minds, what they want, how they're going to carry themselves. Imagine you're walking into a room full of strangers who don't know. People always say, well, yeah, but they know the real me. They're not going to fall for this confident version. <laughs> you got to really start to see it and believe it in yourself first. And then when you start to see the opportunities to get there, to take the steps, to work on yourself, to have those conversations, to take those actions, it's going to get easier. It's not always easy, but you also have to remember to do it in your own time. And there's so many people out there in our industry who say you have to take massive action all at once and create this amazing change. You know what? We're not all wired for that. I'm not wired for that. We're walking up a mountain and you don't have to put your head down and charge to the peak. Every once in a while, I like to sit there on a rock in the sun and eat a sandwich and just look back down and see how far I've come and then keep walking after that. So See it and then just start walking towards it and be who you need to be to get there. And the confidence and the momentum will build. The bricks will stack up. The wiring will reconfigure itself. But a really good place to start is pen, paper, heart, and mind. Just pour it out and don't do it on your phone. Pen to paper. Come on. Make it real. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a believer in that myself, Steve. I'm old-fashioned about that. I think there's so much power in terms of what comes out of the out of your mind and, you know, through your arm down through the, you know, right through your hand down on the paper, through the, through the pen. So I agree. And, and it's so true. Like I said, it, there's no cookie cutter process. There's not like everyone's got to operate at the same pace. Everyone's going to have a different process, but yet as long as you're move, you're in the moment moving forward, that's all that matters. I guess they always say it's not about perfection. It's about progress, it's not about balance. It's about harmony and so on. So I, I love that, you know, what you pointed out. You know, if you could explain, you know, maybe because we have a, about, you know, less than four minutes, about three minutes or so to the break. But I, I wanted to see if there was a, if you could illustrate a point, 
maybe someone either your personal experience, somebody you worked with that that kind of illustrates that point of how they made that shift, you know, you know, climbing up that mountain as you used in that example. Yeah. Uh, one of my vision board coaching clients, her name is Jennifer. And there's a company that she works for, and I've done events for them now for nine years in a row. So I've been coaching her on her vision board. And she, since she was younger, wanted to go to, on a safari in Africa. So she determined how much money it was going to take. I coached her through all of this and how much, how many more events she was going to have to host because they do in-home parties and expos. And she was so deathly afraid of being out there in other people's homes in front of all these people to do it, but she knew she had to. So we just started working on ways to deliver her message, to get people excited about her products because when she could do that and she felt it and they knew she felt it, she would make sales. So she started to do more parties. She started to do online parties, which has been amazing especially this year. It took us two years of working together and she tracked it by coloring in spots on a giraffe picture from a kid's coloring book. We made this not only fun to create, but fun to track and fun to celebrate. She's going to Africa next summer because wow. she kept that vision. She gave it a hashtag. She, she shared her journey, the whole journey with her people from the very first $500 she saved all the way to the $10,000 she saved over two years. After paying all her bills, she created all this success and we celebrated every single step. And it's a beautiful thing to have watched who she became in the process because she hasn't stopped. She's just rocking and rolling now for other goals. That was so powerful. Like you said, it was this was something that was a personal endeavor, something she wanted to do in her lifetime and it really again by visualizing it what you've illustrated it kind of you know when she in this case had to not only visualize but write down the steps it was going to take to generate the income or the or the money to to do it that meant that maybe she had to adopt some different habits disciplines take on bigger roles and have a plan and a certain time to accomplish it which, uh, wow, is, is so powerful. I, I think it's it's great, great uh, 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 example of illustrating that point. So, so, Steve, we got about, you know, less than about 40 seconds to the break. And I just wanted to see if you could can just summarize, you know, some of the key points we've talked about so far for the listeners. And then we're going to come back uh, after the break and we're going to keep uh, giving value to everyone listening here today. Yeah, I'll give you what I call my coffee mug version. And I made a mug that actually says this. See it, be it, do it. Know what you want. Become the person you need to be to take action, see the opportunities, and then take every action necessary. Even the ones you don't think might be a direct link to the final destination. If you keep taking action, you're going to meet the right people, be in the right circumstances, and make pretty amazing things happen that you probably never even imagined. So see it, be it do it. Love it. Love it. Again, we're here with Steve Gamlin. Again, we're talking about five tips to build and boost your visualization muscles. And we're going to get into the meat of this even more right here after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. If you are just joining us, again, we're here with Steve Gamlin. Again, he is known as the motivational firewood guy. Again, you're going to be learning more about uh, Steve and where to find him and get more information here later in the show. We're talking about the five tips to build and boost your visualization muscles. And again, uh, if you had missed the first segment, you're more than welcome to listen later on today, the entire show uh, on demand which will be available here as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, at our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. So, Steve, you know, when I, when, when I think about, you know, I, I'm speaking, I guess, with, from many people. Like when people think of, you know, visualizing their success, their, their creating their dream, uh, whatever that may mean to them, you know, that, that movie The Secret comes into mind, The Law of Attraction. Talk about it from your perspective, what, you know, what we need to look at there and what we should be looking at. That was actually, for me, it was my introduction to the law of attraction back around 2003. I was in a really low point in my life. I had just blown up my 10-year radio career because I'd worked 15 years worth of hours and was absolutely fried. My first marriage ended. I was near, could have probably filed for bankruptcy, but I didn't. Very low point. I met a gentleman who was a life coach. I was his very first client. So I was his guinea pig. And he asked if I'd ever heard of The Secret. So I went and bought the DVD. And I've got to say, The Secret did a really good job of broad brushing and showcasing most of what the law of attraction is all about. The one downfall, I think The Secret, its weak point was that it used a genie and a magic lamp. And it kept saying, your wish is my command. People would say, well, I wish to be more famous or successful or wish for love and this. And the genie just kept popping up and saying, your wish is my command. And for me, I'll give it a B plus because I really did love a lot of what they spoke about. But unfortunately, it, in my opinion, as far as based on the conversations I've had with people, it left us not doing enough of the work on our own to put ourselves in the right place to meet that genie halfway, to work, really work on ourselves. And I was broken in about every sense of the word you could be at the time. And I spent about three years really working on myself, who I was, what I wanted to bring to the perfect love relationship, becoming a speaker. I mean, I, I came out of the ashes of all that and became a speaker. And 
if I just kind of sat around wishing and hoping for all this stuff, I doubt it would have ever happened. So I think that for me is the biggest challenge of it is that we have to be part of the process. And, you know, we could meet the genie halfway, grab a cup of coffee, but we can't just sit at home wishing for stuff and wait for it to knock on the door. I mean, uh, the genie's not going to show up with a limousine, uh, a bouquet of balloons, and a giant cardboard check if you're looking to be rich. Well, I, I can't agree with you more. It is so true. What we like to, you know, we've talked about this on sustainable success, and I've used this with my clients, you know, corporate and in individuals if, with executive coaching. It's learning how to control what we can and maximize that to your strengths and your your values and then letting go of the things you can't control you know don't focus on your weak focus on your strengths what you can control you know and that's it it it, it you know and people i think what it is is they they just they get caught up in what they can't control and then they just they procrastinate and then they just dream and wish that the genie is going to you know appear and do do make make everything happen that they wish to happen and it doesn't work that way. We have to do our part, and that requires some, you know, hard work. There's going to be some trials and tribulations, setbacks, challenges, and yet, if if it's if we see it and want it, you know, we'll make it happen. So that was so true. So, any other points you want to make to that? Uh, yeah, to add on, basically, you just said it. You were talking about you know the desired outcome, and it, it made me think while you were saying this, and this is why I love the way you and I connect yeah, in person and on social media, it's, it's kind of like playing volleyball. I mean, one of us hits it over the and the other one hits it back with a new spin. If, if you want to be healthy, if you want to be fit, if you want to build up your muscles and, and put your body in a better place, meet the genie at the gym. Now, the genie may not show up the first day. The genie may show up after 30 or 60 days, but the genie is going to be meeting a better version of you. So don't just sit on your couch at home with a bag of Doritos watching reruns. Go to the gym if that's what you're looking. Go talk to somebody who is a nutritionist who can give you the best formulas. You know, the genie's not going to just start delivering healthy food to your door. You got to go out and get the healthy food and do the exercise. So, yeah, definitely be willing to meet it halfway and go where you think the genie's going to show up to congratulate you on all the work you've done. Mm, so true. I always like the, you know, you just said, like, you know, you got to, if you're going to, if you're going to create, you know, more luck in your life, you got you got to do your part. It just doesn't happen by chance. You know, it's not like you won the lottery, but you just you, you had to go buy the lottery ticket. You had to maybe buy several of them, <laughs> whatever the case may yeah. be. So <laughs> it it it's you got to do your part. It just doesn't fall into your lap. And if and if any case, if it does in some way, how long does that last? <laughs> not usually long. So uh, yeah. no, it's so so true. So you know, if you're if we're shifting gears here. With that, Steve, you know, you know, I look at a lot of companies. I like to maybe look at companies now, and I know you work with a lot of companies, you know, in this area and creating a, you know, a visualization of where they are and where they want to go. You know, talk a little bit about the things that you've seen companies do, but you know, after looking, you know, incorporating these tips, you know, what how, how it's changed their way of thinking and how they do things to actually now achieve what is important to them? One of the biggest things, and some of my favorite companies have leaders and managers and, and coworkers who actually communicate with each other, not just about the company goals that were handed to you at the beginning of the year. These are the goals we have to hit. I've worked with a number of teams who 
set up actual live vision board events at a company retreat, and I've been part of the day for that. And we talk about what are your personal goals? What are your company goals? Where do you fit into that? How do you contribute to it? Who are you going to become along the way? One of the greatest things I've seen is when we're talking about people's personal goals in nine major areas of their life. The career is just one part. Physical health, emotional well-being, connectedness, relationships, spirituality, ethics, morals, integrity. All these things work together. And there are pictures on a vision board that represent at least one picture for every single part of this. What I've heard are conversations among people of all levels within a company saying, oh my gosh, I never knew you wanted that. I know someone I can connect you with for that. Or, oh, I'm thinking of doing this. Well, hey, wait a second. Bob over there, he already did that. Why don't you go talk to him? People start to discover and add to the fabric of their relationships within a company. Now, does it mean all of a sudden everybody's grabbing coffee together? No. But what you're starting to do is weave a tighter fabric. You're becoming actually more of a team than just a collection of individuals. And I've watched, literally have watched people start to cheer each other on and make connections for people, whether it's career or in their personal lives and building up momentum. Uh, One of my team leader CEOs from a big, big real estate office here in Southern New Hampshire said, the energy in this room is, in this building is blowing the roof off. And that was about a month after our event together. That's about how long I wait to ask for a testimonial. I don't want one that day. I want to know what's happening a little bit down the line. And there was a gentleman a couple of years ago in another office of the same uh, overhead company. He put a picture of a 63, I believe it was an MG convertible on his. And somebody said, why do you want that? He said, I had one in college. And me and my friends, before we lived, started living our real lives, We drove across the country in this little convertible, and we had the time of our lives. And if you could have seen his face light up in that moment, and he said, I'm still in touch with these guys. I would love to buy a car like that again and just do day trips with my buddies and to see him light up. And he says, gosh, I haven't thought about this in 25 years. Now, that became part of his mission, and everybody around him was asking him questions. So you know if anybody out there saw an MG convertible, they're going to talk to this guy. And what I've seen it do is create such engagement because we all have to work on our personal goals to meet our company goals. Well, that just makes the company better right there. And I love the leaders who I've worked with who've recognized this. Mm. And what you described from what I and I got, you know, was that, you know, visualization is not only – you know, obviously set out to achieve what is important to the company. But it, what you described is like what it did for the people, how they came together, like in a way, what I like, like, like to always see it as is interdependent, you know, versus codependent. Like it was like, you know, you bring out the best and people, you know, really, you know, saying, hey, I'm going to be responsible and accountable for my role and duty in this. And you're going to empower someone through your example to do the same for their role in duty and how that could all roll up together to do bigger and better things for the team or the group or the company that lead to those results that you visualize. Would that be safe to say? Most definitely. And I've, I've got a CEO, actually it was the, the first one I spoke about there, who said, and I'll have to get back down to see if she actually did this because 2020 I haven't been able to visit them. She wanted to ask each team member for a copy of one 
picture of something very important to them from their vision board. She wanted to make a collage and hang it up in their lobby. Because I told her, I said, it's more powerful than your mission statement. Now, mission statements are created by lawyers and marketing people to be all snazzy and cute and, you know, here for their own too. I said, wouldn't it be really cool if somebody walked into your office for the first time and said, oh, my gosh, what's that? That's our company vision board. Really? What is it? This is what's important to everyone in this building. And we all see it every day. But we all have conversations about it. And it's so much better than some boring, old, cute phrase that's supposed to make people go, wow, and doesn't. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's a, a great, great example. And I, uh, it's so, so true and how important that is for companies. And, you know, talk about, you know, a little bit, Steve, from your experience, like why a lot of times companies may have resistance to visually, visualization tools like this in the first place. Yeah, a lot of people just, they hear this and they go, ooh, a little too woo-woo for us. Yeah, that's I, that, I hear it. Yep, I've gotten that. <laughs> we don't do arts and crafts projects here, Sonny Boy. <laughs> I've actually had conversations like that. I did a uh, a speaking event. One of my keynotes uh, is called it's it's now called Attitude Action Traction. At the time, it was titled Attitude Action and the Law of Attraction. And I did a speaking event, a keynote event for the state of New Hampshire, one of their departments or offices. And they made me change the name of the keynote presentation because they did not want the phrase law of attraction to be shared with their people. I mean, how boring, bland, whatever. They, they thought that was so woo-woo that they wouldn't let me talk about it. Now, did I change the speech at all? Not really. I just changed it to, instead of law of attraction, I changed it to the word traction, meaning are you getting... Uh, are you just spinning your wheels? Or are you actually applying this to get somewhere? And it Got actually it. turned out to be the best thing that happened in my keynote because it actually made it better. But too many companies hear that and they go, whoa, 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 we're not doing some arts and crafts project. So look, I'm not asking you to put macaroni and glitter on a piece of construction paper <laughs> and hang it on your fridge. I'm talking about make, adding a sense, the sense of, of vision to what your goals are. That's all. I'm, I'm just looking to dig deeper into what you want to do and emotionally and in a sensory way have all of your people connect to it because I believe you, every, every sense you add to it, you can exponentially increase the odds that you're going to get there. Yeah, it's so true. And I, I can relate to what you said. You know, a lot of times it, it's, you got to speak their language, right? You know, you have to, you know, in a way that you're not deviating from the process you're not deviating from what, you know, again, what you're going to share that's going to help them to help themselves. It's just, I guess, again, you're just wording it up front in a different way that they can they can relate to, you know. So it's almost like, hey, uh, I'm going to tell you what you need, you know, what you want to hear up front to get you here if that's, if that's what's important to you. But then we're going to share what you need to hear and then you can draw your own conclusion from there. So, 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 so yeah. true. Go, yeah. go ahead, Some go people ahead. people have said, oh, Steve, we heard great things about you. We want you to come in. But by the way, you can't talk about the law of attraction. You can't mention the secret. You can't, you can't. Like, well, then why am I here? <laughs> if you want some cookie cutter motivational speaker, there's, you know, there's probably a, a discount bin 
of, uh, of motivational rah, 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 buy my stuff speakers over there. I said, first off, that's not me. And, you know, secondly, this is who I am, what I talk about, to blend the positivity back to basics, motivation, and humor. And if you're ready to rock, so am I. But if not, I understand. If I'm not a good fit, great. But this is who I am, and this is how I deliver, and here's, here are the reasons why. And I send them a whole page of testimonials. So I, I don't change myself anymore. I will refer them to someone else. Well, you made another great point. What you said is that, you know, think about it. It depends on the audience, right? If, but if you have a mix of people that, for the most part, you know, don't want someone to go through a PowerPoint presentation, slide to slide, regurgitating whatever's on there, and there's nothing to really draw the audience in. They're not engaged. They're checked out. They're looking at their phones. But when somebody like you comes in and, you know, not only is it, you know, you make it somewhat fun, but you make it engaging. So now what it is being shared can now on some level, whatever that means to the person, relate to them. Like they, they, there's something compelling to them that, that I, I, I feel something that I can relate to this. I feel understood and now they're more engaged. They're more likely to be the person that will volunteer to be the, the guinea pig. Uh, you know, if you need to bring somebody up or they're going to ask questions and, and so on and get other people to be engaged and ask questions. So I think that is so, so important. So we got a couple, uh, less than a couple minutes, Steve, till our next break. So Anything that you wanted to add or elab or you know just summarize some of the key points again about law of attraction and again you know the visualization process for organizations again businesses of any size. Yeah, businesses I think especially after this year are going to have to really dial in what their vision is, what their company culture is going to be like. Are people working from home? Are they in the office? And really start to see a vision of that because it's, it's kind of been thrown in a blender. It's like somebody kicked over the whole bin of Legos this year. We've got to put it all back together without stepping on any of them with their bare feet and, and start to really not just think about numbers, but let's think about designing the best processes and formulas and procedures that are going to work for the greatest number of people. And you have to have a vision of that. You yeah. can't just tell people, here's how it's going to be. You've got to really draw it out in very good detail to move forward. No, I agree. I think that's so important that, you know, it's got to be broken out and very specific, which a lot of times we, you know, as people, we know, we think that we're being clear and specific, but we're not, we're not as detailed as we think when, you know, and then we wonder why, you know, a lot of our communication is based upon assumption and speculation rather than actual clarity, you know, from, you know, from if people were more specific. So true. Well, we got to go to break again. We got more to come from Steve here in terms of, you know, again, discussing the five tips to build and boost your visualization muscles. Again, if you had joined us some point during the second segment here, you can again listen to the show in its entirety later today here at the Voice American Fluorescence channel. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. We're talking about the five tips to build and boost your visualization muscles. Again, we're here with Steve Gamlin, and today's show is being brought to you by Leadership Summit America. Again, this is going to be a live event taking place in Albany, New York, at the end of the month, October 29th and the 30th. Again, all social distancing protocol safety measures will be in place And again, an opportunity with a very small group of people to meet people like Jeff Hoffman, the uh, former co-founder of Priceline. And Jeff has been doing amazing things, traveling the world, working with startup organizations, uh, corporations, and also our future leaders, our youth. So again, uh, check it out at Sharon Burstein, B-U-R-S-T-E-I-N.com under Events for Leadership Summit America. We hope to see you there and you'll get more information how you can get registered and set up to perhaps, again, meet some key people that can change your direction in terms of leadership. Steve, with you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about from a personal perspective, you know, your, your success with visualization boards. Now, just like with anything, there's going to be successes and then there are going to be setbacks, mistakes, maybe some failures. And I like to you know, share that because like with anything, we have to sometimes look at the, what we succeeded at and what we didn't to really get an idea of how we can create some sustainability with our vision moving forward. So I always like to start with the positive. So what were some of the greatest successes you had with vision boards? The biggest ones, and, and thank you for starting with the successes. I don't want to relive any, any scary <laughs> moments here. Um, I discovered my true love uh, three and a half years after I got divorced, after the end of my first marriage, found my true love. I've built now two personal recording studios. Uh, just finished about a year ago, building the one here at the home that my wife and I uh, bought a couple of years ago. And I got to meet one of my heroes. I, I shouldn't even say one of He is the number one hero in the personal development world, Mr. Jack Canfield, the author of, uh, co-author, co-creator of Chicken Soup for the Soul series and also Success Principles. I had all of these things on one of my boards a number of years ago. It was an outcome. It was wanting to have a great relationship. So I found pictures of 
couples who looked happy together, you know, walking hand in hand on the beach, standing at the railing of a ship at sunset. A uh, gentleman piggybacking his, his partner through a brook, and they're both laughing. What I finally figured out was to create success is to not only put the pictures of what I wanted, but pictures that represented how I wanted to feel in that moment. And what I discovered was as I became that person over time saying, well, if I want to meet this perfect woman, I need to be better at communication because that was something that I wasn't really great at. I need to understand it's not 50-50, it's 100-100. You both give 100%. And when the opportunities came, uh, I, I got an email on June 16th, 2007 from a woman I hadn't seen or spoken to in 21 years since high school graduation. We had a crush on in high school, but never asked out. A week prior, I'd said to myself, I actually wrote it down, I'm ready to fall in love. A week later, an email shows up from a woman I haven't talked to in 21 years, we're 1,300 miles away saying, hey, how's it going? I saw your name on Classmates, and I figured, why not reach out? We've been together ever since. Wow. And we've walked hand in hand on the beach. We've been at the railing of a ship in the sunset. She won't let me piggyback her across any bodies of water yet, but all of these things, I created the experience and the vision so that I really worked on becoming who I believe that person would have to be, what he would have to be like. And I just took every opportunity to learn. And when all of a sudden this email came within a month, sight unseen, she wouldn't even see me a picture, send me a picture. She was in Florida at the time. We admitted that we loved each other because it turns out she had a crush on me back in high school too and never said a word. So it's not just what you want, but to create an emotional connection to it and then becoming the version of yourself to be. And that helped me to find my true love. I spoke with other people about what it would take to build a recording studio and I learned as much as I could and I've now built two. And when Jack Canfield was on the other side of the conference room, I walked right up to him, held my hand out, and thanked him for being the example of the type of speaker I wanted to be. So all of these things, those are so far my, the successes that bring me the most joy and have changed my life the most. Wow, that's fabulous. I love, I love the story with your, your wife here, you know, your, your second marriage. I can relate to that. I'm, I'm married uh, for the second time, and, and I can relate to that story. I found my wife online at eHarmony. And many people thought we were crazy. You know, wait a minute. You're talking to a woman in Venezuela. Are you nuts? What are you doing? Wait, just meet somebody here. And 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 and, and I can relate to you. Like I, I had conversations with this woman for six months on Skype. I basically watched her every move, talked to her while she was making dinner in her bed. You know, on Skype. I mean, this was before COVID, right? You know, but it was like COVID. You know, because that's how we were. This is how we dated. We dated for six months on on, on Skype, but nonetheless, wow. uh, when I went to Venezuela, I I came. She came here. I went to Venezuela. Of course, this is before Venezuela was starting to get really bad, and you know, got was dangerous. But nonetheless, we've been happily married now for five years. Uh, my mother-in-law lives with us. My wife, it, it, she's the love of my life. And people look look back and say, "Oh my God." We thought you were nuts, but you know this. It actually works. I mean, but I visualize. Yeah. Oh, of course, like now people said, say, "Oh, you're lucky." Yeah, there you go, lucky. No, because I visualized yeah. it just like you said that I wasn't going to make the mistakes that I had made in the past, and and it and it brought a different type of woman 
into my life, not the woman that I was used to attracting back back before I knew any better. And with that being said, it, it is so, so true. And I love love your story. And I love the, with the recording studio with Jack Canfield. Uh, Jack's a great guy. I know Jack. And, you know, and, and I just love all these things that you just created by visualizing it and then every day working a plan to that vi- that vision board to make that happen. Now, with that being mm-hmm. said, Steve, you know, as with anything, w- when we achieve success, it's you know, it's not always that it's peaches and cream all the way through. There's there's going to be challenges. There's going to be setbacks. Sometimes we got. Sometimes we have to come undone to be built back up the right way. And I've been there, and I'm sure you have as well. Talk about you know some of the the biz- biggest mistakes, but what you've become and learned from it. Yeah, so many people look at us now where our businesses are at and they go, oh my gosh, you're like a phoenix rising from the ashes. And there's a phrase I always use, I said, man, my phoenix rides a pogo stick. It wasn't just one leap out of the fire and we were set. There's no <laughs> angels going, ah, as the clouds parted, like in the movies. I've made more mistakes than successes, but the biggest ones were back in the early days. Matter of fact, my first vision board was actually two vision boards because it was a time in my life that was, I was working out of fear. I was working out of lack, horrible physical shape, no marriage, no career, no money. And I put together two vision boards and three weeks later, I looked at them and I said, I may as well have just written a letter to Santa Claus. It was all stuff. It was what the gurus, and believe me, I am air quoting madly right now. The gurus kept saying that success was a Ferrari, a mansion, a yacht, this lifestyle, your own jet. And it was all these fancy things. And I'm glad it only took me three weeks to look at them. I still have them because I won't throw them away because they were cautionary tales. But it, it was just stuff. It had nothing to do with me growing as a person. I wasn't going to grow into these things. And I wasn't I wasn't connected enough to even hatch a plan to work toward them. So right after that, I cobbled together the the very earliest lessons that I was learning about this. And I built a vision board. And that one actually made me, caused me, inspired me to start really working on myself. And I, I got a few successes out of that and then made another and another and another. And now I'm just so in tune with who I need to become to get to the next level to get to anything that I put on a vision board. So, but without those mistakes, I would never have gotten where I am here. So please, for anybody listening, never be afraid to make a mistake. Just remember to learn something from it. Um, and, you, and I just could have saved hours of time if I'd just written a letter. Dear Santa Claus, I want all this stuff. Please bring it. I will leave you a beer and some cookies. <laughs> Well, I could I could relate to that, and 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 you know, and you learned like a, a lesson that you know, and I like I I did, and I could relate to what you said that all these things that we feel that bring us happiness, these material things, like you know, like the the big McMansion and the 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 the, the Ferrari, the private jet, you know, you know those. I mean, not to say those are not you know you know bad things by any means, no, but but that that's not what in itself creates a fulfilling life of purpose and, and joy and happiness. It's, it's always from within of what you become. So uh, love what you shared there. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, so good. 
Well, you know, Steve, we are getting near the end of the show, and I wanted to leave some time here for, you know, everyone to really get, you know, they gotten to know you and your transparency, and you got a great personality, and I want to thank you again for sharing everything on the show, but what are some of the ways, you know, that you, you know, you can, uh, you know, people can connect with you, learn more about you, uh, reach out to you, uh, anything that you would like to provide them here on the show? I will make it as simple as possible. If you go to motivationalfirewood.com, that's where everything is. The, you know, the different programs, a bit more about me, some of my favorite articles from over the years, including one written by a little tiny dog with a great big personality, uh, the about page, this testimonials there. It's just this really nice little place where I like to share the, the best of the challenges and everything as authentically as possible about myself. So it's simple, motivationalfirewood.com. Great. And again, yes, and you can also find Steve on social media as well. And Steve, right, you're on LinkedIn, Facebook as well. So great, another way to also connect with you because I know you share a lot of great content uh, that I like to always check out every morning and see. So uh, thank you for sharing that. Again, we highly encourage you, to reach out to Steve, learn more about what visualization uh, boards can do. You learn how to flex and enhance those visualization muscles. Again, Steve would be more than happy to, you know, work with you and, and help you in this particular area so that you can play a role with your process to fulfill the things that are important to you in your life and business. Thank you, Steve, again, taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. And guests, we thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. Again, without you, this show would not be where it's at. And of course, to the all the great uh, experts and guests that we've had on sharing from transparency, their experience to provide you value to help you with your personal and professional development and of course, scale your businesses. Till then, we'll be back next Thursday with another great guest. We encourage you to listen to this show again on demand because there are a lot of great things that Steve shared today that maybe you'll hear differently that could really make a difference in your life and business. And we will see you next Thursday. Have a great- Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.